Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I'm John. I'm your game master for the evening, and joining me today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Valdez Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai. I'm realizing that I should make like little frames for these on the overlay, so that the so that I can make the 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 names and things even clearer to read. I'm also being joined by Mara. I'm Mar, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrin Druid princess. It would also mean that I wouldn't have to change the color of the font. And Jack? Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Gent Minar, the half-elf spellslinger. Hmm. And Nikki? Hi, I'm Nikki, and I'll be playing Scuzz, your rogue. Yeah. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Oh yeah, Black Lives Matter. Thank you. <laughs> I, I literally was thinking about it, and then I just just brain turned off. I don't know if you saw it in my face. I was just like, I don't remember what I was supposed to stay here. And Cody. Um, Cody, I'm playing Itram Valar, the Hobgoblin War Wizard. And Aaron. And Aaron. oh yeah, <laughs> I'm playing Carolina, human barbarian who is clearly fully awake Aaron also turned off right there and Jeremy Hi, I'm Jeremy and I'm playing Ariel uh, uh, ASMR gunslinger who is in the midst of rapidly picking a feet when last we left off the uh, the Steelhearts had finished extricating themselves from a previously sealed uh, ruin of a ancient civilization that seems to have destroyed itself in uh, in reverence to some sort of fallen divinity which certainly is not a sign of the times or anything uh, and the then continued on their way after coming out with much and many in the way of magical items uh, eventually, the caravan got to the mountains that separate Dunisia from the, uh, the what was formerly the uh, the uh, uncharted frontier, now the corrupted frontier. Um, and they have a few days to cross the mountains before entering that area. Uh, one of the things that they got from the magic item cache that they found was a bunch of tattoos. So, who all now has a tattoo that they didn't have before? <laughs> I had to clarify that. You preempted my joke. Yes. Uh, so, starting with 
William, uh, let's go ahead and describe Valdeth's new tattoos. Um, so Valdeth has the Blood Fury tattoo, which takes up most of the space that she's got, but it's uh, very much the dwarven idea of the sort of very much like the sort of the, the dwarven blocky ideal of the the Japanese idea of the oni. So very much sort of the the very large leering angry face, but where a lot of the flowing lines are in and a lot of the sort of like elegant brushstrokes are in in a Japanese art style is very much the sort of very blocky hard shapes, hard angles of much more dwarven styling that sort of has this transitioning of um, cracked stonework and like breaking out of a wall, sort of transitioning across her back and down the back of her arms, and so, then the other one. So, so it's it's a Japanese it's it's a Japanese oni uh, painting by way of Disney's Hercules art style. Kind of, honestly. <laughs> doing the um, Kool Aid Man. <laughs> doing the Kool Aid Man out of your back. <laughs> Uh, and the other one is the Eldritch Claw tattoo, which in this case is a like a jagged and like semi-broken great sword that is just across the inside of her upper of her forearm. Right form. Yeah. Right. Mara, what what sort of tattoos does Titania have now? Titania has the barrier tattoo and the coiling grasp tattoo, uh, which have combined to uh, look kind of like. You know, those fancy opera gloves like yeah. that um, from her fingertips to her elbow of uh, sort of intertwining like fractal root patterns. Um, there, it, you get that sort of like common theme in nature of it, things branching off and branching off and branching off. Yeah, yeah. So it goes up and it's kind of this dull gold color mixed in with dark purpley green purpley brown uh that gets darker if she is ever blocking something with that specifically. so it's like a it's like a half sleeve where it's like just yes. from fingertips mm -hmm. to elbow yep all right uh jack what about gent's new tattoos uh gent has the has a barrier tattoo uh on his uh, left shoulder spreads a little ways up his neck, down over the shoulder, down to about the elbow. Um, and he basically, it's its all metal plating and cabling, almost like he was trying to draw on a warforged kind of uh, exoskeleton. Um, all gunmetal blue. <laughs> and Nikki? Um, so Scuzz got the uh, barrier tattoo as well, and it's on his entire back, which, you know, is only like that much because he's a goblin, but um, it looks like a variety of weapons all kind of held together by uh, um, vine work. Um, kind of like fireworks starting at the center of his bag and then expanding out and there's like a hammer there's a large great sword there's a bow um and he's just like whenever i think about protection i just think about these weapons coming in front of me so i think they were used by other people all right before I like it. <laughs> yeah was there one more tattoo? 
think that's two, it. There were three barrier tattoos. There were three barrier ones. tattoos. There was a coiling tattoo, a blood fairy tattoo, and one other tattoo. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Validus has it. That. That's right. Validus yeah. has the two. Right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay. And so, yeah. So, these are all of our new tattoos. On the first day, uh, after getting and an attuning to all of these things, uh, in the morning, as people are getting up and going about their things, Ghent... You get up and, and get ready to prepare your spells. Now, as a spell slinger, you prepare your spells by engraving them onto bullets or onto the barrel of your gun. So you sort of you you, you set out to prepare your your daily spells, and you set in front of you the blackened piece of bone that is just the grip of the finger of the profane. Hmm. Hmm. And you realize there's no ammunition, and there are no barrels. Yep. So he thinks a minute. Oh, look, some follower bots that I can ban. Hey. Sweet! All three of them at the same time said, Want to become famous? Buy followers, primes, and views on bigfollows.com. You just gave them advertising. Yeah. Anybody that's watching, if you're if you're watching us, and you need to, <laughs> and you want to or need to buy followers, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> like, why are you watching uh, yeah. us? <laughs> so Gent goes into his bag and flips through his book of of where he writes down his sigils and keeps records of, of what he needs in order for for his spell preparation. Pulls that out, sets it down, opens it up. Uh, goes in and grabs one of his five sandworm teeth. Kind of looks around a little bit. And then just finds a rag or something, lays that out. And puts his his gun arm down on it and starts engraving the sigils into the skin of his arm. So we'll say to Tanya, you see Ghent sort of just over here tooling with his forearm. That's blood. There's some, yeah. What do you... What are you doing? Well, I need to focus the energy somewhere. So, usually I use the bullets and sometimes the weapon, but this one provides its own ammunition, which is very nice from an economics perspective. So the cost gets paid somewhere else, let's say. Okay, doesn't that hurt? It's mildly excruciating, yes. And you can see the extended arm, the fingers are starting, are shaking just a little bit. Mm -hmm. That can't... You still have your old gun. You could just use that. Oh yes, this one's better. It's hurting you. Yes. Darling, there's certain costs that I'm willing to pay in order to 
maximize my ambitions. Is that when you need to pay? For the moment, yes, I think so. Okay, because that doesn't look good. I lay my hand over your, like, a little, parts that you've already done, basically. It's... I don't think I'm going to be bleeding much more than... And he holds up his the arm that's doing the engraving, and he's got mundane tattoos of just mm-hmm. arcane sigils and shit yeah. up through there. I've had worse things. Okay, but you'll tell me if that starts to, like... If it gets out of hand. Yeah. Pun. Yes. I'll let you, I'll let you both know. And he kind of works. I'd like the... to insight check that. Make an insight Okay. Right. Twenty. Ghent possesses a minor level of toxic masculinity, but you think he will actually tell you if things get to the point where. Yeah, if, if it starts getting out of balance or anything starts to snowball beyond just mm-hmm. this is apparently what I'm going to try first. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, I'll have to find something else. But yeah, he's 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 telling the truth. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay, good. Because when you didn't tell me about what was going on before with your uncle and stuff, I was worried, so. This one's a choice that I'm making for me. I know it was also your choice not to tell me. Well, my uncle's situation was something of a choice that he made for me and then what my family decided to believe afterwards so yeah but then you have a choice too on your end oh yes I'm going to go back and I'm going to kill some members of my family until they recognize me okay okay I'll head off packing up my stuff Yep. Gent will take however long to engrave the rest of his spell prep onto his onto the back of his arm. Yep. After after you be saying, but she's not there. Done. After you get Uh done, and you sort of infuse the the sigils with your magic, the Uh the wounds stop bleeding, and you just have this sort of scarified version of your spells represented on your arm. He gets an unnecessarily gleeful grin after the blood flow stops. <laughs> still hurts. Their hands still oh, yeah. shaking a little bit, but... Oh, yeah. Make an intelligence saving throw. 
Okay, I'm a, I'm pretty good at those. 26. So as you're looking down, you're thinking about it, you actually, you recall studying under uh, 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 Alfinbar um, mm-hmm. that he had a book that you had read once about uh, varying different kinds of magical implementation. Um, mm-hmm. You don't know where it's at. It might still be back at your at your at your family's home, or he might have taken it with him. With him um, into the hell dimension, wherever, yeah, wherever he <laughs> went. Uh, but you recall there's a there is a book uh, about magic users of the Valkari Isles who would use ritualistic scarring and ritualistic tattoos as means of preparing spells, and you think you just oopsed into a variant of that. I'll have to go looking for that book again. Hmm? Theirs is obviously much more cleaner and well-defined and right. practiced than <laughs> what you've scrawled on your arm with your offhand. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you sort of, you sort of, like in the back of your head, this is probably where that right. idea, this might be where that idea came from of this this knowledge that you he's, had. He's, he's gonna he's gonna drop a mental bookmark on that topic and see where that might be able to lead later. So cool. The group of you have a few days uh, to cross the mountains before you get into... Uh, Aaron. No, sorry, finish the... Okay. Uh, the, you have a few days before you cross the... Uh, while you're crossing the mountains, where you're going to continue on with the caravan, before you actually hit the foothills on the other side and are into the dangerous territory. Um, so, over the course of those two days, you'll still have opportunities to do things, but unlike unlike the weeks that you spent in the desert, you're only going to really have the opportunity to focus on one big thing over the course of the next couple of days. So, what do you all want to do? And Aaron was ready to go, so Aaron, you go first. Well, see, mine may have just drastically changed. I was, was going to say, there's a moment that Valdeth needs to have with Gent when she notices that, yeah. because there's no so, way she won't. Okay. Can, yeah, that could be. I don't. I guess the answer to my question will tell whether or not Valdeth or Carolina is going first on this. Um, does Gent wear sleeves? Slash, is he doing a particularly good job of hiding his? How arm? cold are these mountains? Hmm. Not cold at all. Then yeah, no, he's bare. He's he's pretty much sleeveless probably at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first yep. time mm-hmm. Carolina sees that, she definitely just breaks whatever she is holding. And there's like that half moment of magical rage flicker before I don't actually rage because that would blow something up. I support blowing things up. Uh, you know what? Fine. Jeremy's tempting me. (laughs) I'm going to make a wisdom save. (laughs) And if I roll less than a 10, I probably do set off one of my rage. That's a two. (laughs) two. Excellent. I am so happy right now. The best day. (laughs) It's a magical day. <laughs> That's really fitting. So Carolina suddenly erupts in purple light that crackles oh. around her form like lightning. I feel like it is that exact like cheap visual novel I am angry aura. Yeah. Of purple lightning. Okay. Purple lightning I'm cool with. If there was a pink butterfly around her face, that would be more worrisome. Mm-hmm. 
Um, do we know what the if is there is there a visible effect or just the purple that's the visible effect oh okay she's not turning into a kuma jack velveth has run into this one before but i don't think we expressed it to everyone i don't remember which one in specific this was but this is the boosted ac one right i also get resistance to force damage yeah oh nice uh no that's not no that's not common you don't, get resist- extra force damage. you don't Sorry. get you don't get resistance to force damage. Whenever somebody hits you, they take force damage. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. even better. I need to be better at reading the single sentences that are these <laughs> abilities with anything resembling reading comprehension skills. That's fine. That's what I'm here for. But eventually, Valdeth. Well, I mean, if if Gent sees that, oh yeah, you see that. I mean, all of you, yeah, all of you see that, really. <laughs> Whoa, it could be hard to miss. Then. You can all also see Gent's arm because he's got yeah, his sleeves rolled up. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Carolina is currently. <laughs> Are you going to explode? Are you okay? I just did. Well, that was About... pretty good. There was no flumps. It, it does fade because yeah. I don't attack anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After six seconds. <laughs> Valith very much sort of walks over to Ghent and is just, the fuck did you do to your arm? He just kind of pulls the sandworm tooth out of his pocket and sort of waves it a little bit. Why? Well, my normal substrates are missing from this weapon, so went with something that I had read about previously. So you need to carve something into something to form, to channel the magics that you need for your for your uh, for your magic. Either the weapon or the wielder. And it it's become quite clear that it doesn't have to be the battle or the bullets themselves. Well. Why not the fucking handle? <laughs> The handle's made of bone, it won't take it. How the fuck do you know that? Did you try? There's not enough space as well. I've seen you write vet. You couldn't f- <laughs> Is it demonic? No, it's arcane. Good, I don't so, give a shit. not inherently. I don't give a shit and I keep going. <laughs> I feel like there are alternatives than scarting yourself that you haven't tried. It's just a convenient categorization system. Well, there might be some alternatives that I have not yet tried, but you have to admit, this is very badass. Hmm. I have to admit it's fucking concerning. (laughs) I I, I will agree it is badass. (laughs) Sorry. Not sorry. Like, <laughs> and yeah, Gent literally just points at Ariel as she's walking away. See, Scott's <laughs> also said it, but I like. Are you going to have to do that every time you have to prepare different spells? Unless we find a suitable alternative, which then we need to find a suitable I... alternative. Which I'm willing to experiment on. I don't think armor is going to work because that was my first thought. Try but... the fucking handle. reason it would work. I'm not really clear. Uh, John, can I mm-hmm. use my 
extensive knowledge of obscure arcane systems via my ability, my feet to what kind of secondary focus might allow for this kind of channeling? Sure. Go ahead and give me a go ahead and give me an arcana roll with advantage using your uh, using your um, dubious knowledge. Dubious knowledge. <laughs> dubious knowledge is great. Yeah. Mm. And if I fail, yes. I still get something because I grew up in a library about this. Yep. Thirteen. 13. So. Uh, arcane, arcane scarification is a thing you've read about. Um, it's not commonly used, mostly because uh, it, it's 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 one of those much much older uh, uh, traditions of magical use. It's it's a thing that uh, predates a lot of spellbook usage and the like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's in places where people don't necessarily have people people don't have access to spell books either because they don't last in the environment or it's just not a place where you can get the materials needed to make one. So that's sort of where that comes from. That evolved into tattooing um, in in those locations, um, and so you could get the same effect with a tattoo, though the changing nature of it would require very specific. Uh, kinds of tattoos that would be used to channel so the focus henna? And it would think. No, not even henna. Um, it, it's a specific arcane formulation that you would put on the forearm okay. that that would then be self-adjusting, but it would require it would require more expensive materials than what Gint has access to at the moment. Um, if the bone takes it, that might be a way to do it, but it's a magic item, and those are not easy to engrave. Particularly if it's not in a place where the magic that he has created is designed to go. Um, so it might also, if you fuck it up, lacing a spell into a magical item and screwing it all up could be bad. That too. Putting magic um, on top of another magic item. Other ways. Uh, uh, other ways. Really thinking about how Git casts his spells. Um, potentially, uh, uh, he could put together some sort of. Uh, jewelry focus, something that like, uh, uh, it would have to be again, because of the way he casts spells it would have to be slightly more complex than just a ring or something, but there's some sort of jewelry alternative that could be created you you recall reading about, there's a number of arcane spellcasters that have like, you know those you know those like in they're like a system of rings that are all connected with chains yes. and bracelets yes. and things. Yes. Something like that back. might something like that might work. Would ha- would would be diffuse enough that he would still have the the place to uh, engrave. Um, though there'd have to be there'd have there'd have to be a lot of a lot more material used than normal simply so that he has the space. Um, yeah, that's, those are the things that pop up immediately to your brain. There's probably more alternative ways that could be done, but you need to like actually go and research for that. Right. The like, and I'm a just kind like if that's what needs to be done, it needs to be done. But I'm kind of concerned that you skipped right like you found out. Oh, there's not a barrel to use. You skipped right past. There is still parts of this gun, and straight to I'll fucking carve myself like a goddamn turkey. My love, I think you're forgetting that this is by no means the first time this has been done to me. Yes, and it wasn't a good thing the first time. But this time, it's my choice. 
I think you might be jumping a few steps ahead, is my point here. There are other things that didn't involve probably excruciating pain. Well, certainly, if we were back at the Steelheart's headquarters and I had access to the workshop and plenty of materials on which to experiment, but we're leaving for the mountains today, and I don't think the entire prince and his retinue want to sit around while I fuck together something that may or may not work. This was a decision of agency and efficiency. Was it the best alternative that I might be confronted with or that I might arrive at in the future? Absolutely not. But it's what I have to work with right now. You understand that I care about you and I fucking hate seeing you hurt, right? Lord, Which is why you're bringing it up. Of course. If I could make a suggestion. We recently distributed magical artifacts. Among them, there is another weapon that is a gun, which does utilize bullets. Perhaps a trade between our two gun wielders <laughs> would be sufficient to solve of the temporary issue until we can get back and, and Lord Menar can make himself some jewelry. Talith looks again to see if he has any any input on that. Carolina is looking like you. If you say no, she's going to crush your skull in. Gent's going to turn towards Carolina. That's a splendid suggestion. However, and he flips the grip of the the finger of the profane. Based on this thing's name, Ariel's not going to use it, and I want to. Cool, you can trade with me instead. You have a gun? Yeah, I will pull off the gun blade at Great Axe. <laughs> I don't know how to use one of those. <clears throat> You also you just have hear from, you just hear from the front guy. of the line. It's nice to be a trendsetter, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make to the rest of you the same promise that I made to Titania. If this turns out to be a step down a path that is escalating by any means... I'll make sure you're all immediately informed. Currently, it's about an hour of unpleasant experience in the morning, and then it immediately stops bleeding because it's bloody magic. You realize that whether or not it injures you is not actually my concern, as much as, as it is bad that it injures you. What is your concern, then, specifically? Thank you, John. Remove the why from the words you just said. All right. It's blood magic. I also use necromancy. You said something about it being steps down a path. You're already stepping down that path. And when... I start doing things that are criminal, you can call me on that. Fully expecting that 
he will eventually do something criminal, and Carolina will call him on that. <laughs> but as you'll notice, these are tools, and I use them to protect my friends and the people that hire me. I understand that you have principles against certain aspects and pursuits, and that is fine for you. But until my actions directly harm you, as they have done in the past, and as I have been willing to admit, and seen the error of my actions in those circumstances, until my activities directly harm you or any of our friends, I'll thank you to allow me my own agency in pursuits, as I allow you. There are more than one type of harm. We should get going. Thank <laughs> you. I assume that Can we are we? walking and talking. <laughs> oh, I, I assume there was a stand the, up the, there. The, your your armadillo. I legitimately assume that. Yeah. Your armadillos have dropped back a bit because this isn't really a conversation. I oh, know you're not on armadillos. You're just walking. You have dropped right. back a bit because this isn't a conversation that you really you sort of can have while navigating a mountainside. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why Ariel's like like a good like still with an earshot, but a good ways ahead. And that's when you hear Kenny out of back. Thank you. Yes. Can we please get a move on it? Which is punctuated by a vulture crying. <laughs> Can I please request that next time at least try something with the gun rather than your skin first? If it doesn't wait, work, wait. fine. But if, <gasps> if you just passed something up that might have worked. I turn into a vulture. Sorry. There's now a large vulture next to you, Valdeth. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take John, off. can I do a retroactive, actually? Because this is not the first uh, magical weapon that mm -hmm. Gents had. He had his enchanted pistol before. Sure. Um, would it have been, does he think it would have been possible to, because he has mostly just been engraving his bullets because that's yeah. easiest. Yeah. Would he have been able to, um, try engraving the, the pistol directly and what would the results of that have been? Because of the way you utilize your magic, if mm -hmm. you, uh, you know that you can you could have engraved the barrels, okay, you probably wouldn't have been able to engrave the grip. And that's principally right. because the magic has magic has ritualistic interfaces, which is to uh -huh. say they work on things in certain ways. That's why you need bat guano to cast fireball and not bird shit or anything like that. Like right. magic magic has very specific a plus B equals C formulas that have to be right. abided there's, by. There, there's there's sympathies in there. And yeah. there are mm -hmm. certain ways to get around those, hence focuses, but otherwise they, they're sort of a very strict formula. Uh, mm -hmm. Because of the way you use your magic, the formula is particularly strict, so mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't have been able to put it into the grip of a regular pistol. Or even, okay. like even a regular pistol, much less a magic pistol. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you could right now attempt to put it into the grip of your normal pistol, and you're pretty certain it wouldn't work. Right. Mm -hmm. Gent will reach out a hand and put it on Valdez's shoulder. I'll try tomorrow. 
and he does seem to be abs- absolutely sincere with that. Mm-hmm. I give her a, a, a call or something. <laughs> I'm testing it out. I'm going up to where Ariel is. There's a giant vulture coming at you, Ariel. Ariel looks like she's get she. she it's it looks like she's doing a mental. She has that look like she's doing a mental countdown before she turns around and stalks her way back to the group. So <laughs> I, I just you have a habit of jumping several steps ahead when you missed a certain turn off two steps ago. Oh, for God's sake. If Ariel comes back to try and talk and try and, and try and tell Valdeth to pick up, she's gonna get punched in the face. <laughs> well, Ariel's coming back. <laughs> Ariel is coming back. Like, listen. as, Va- as Valdez has finished saying that, if Ariel steps up and goes, listen, she punches Ariel in the face. <laughs> she's saying it as she's coming up. Okay. So, so not quite close enough. So right. as, 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 listen, as, I shut the fuck up, we're th- moving on. <laughs> now I've had to wait up there for quite a long time while you've hashed this out. I get to say my words. We all do things that are very dangerous to ourselves. Every single one of us. Titania runs into combat. Carolina does things that causes physical damage. We don't tell her not to do it. Everybody has something that they have to do. Do I like this? No. Do I accept that it may be unnecessary? Yes. Can we move on now? He's really already said to. he's already said that he will try something new. So you look ahead. Slowly. Let's go. You look ahead and realize, yeah, you, you're definitely a, a bit of a ways behind the rest of the caravan who left you to your own devices because when, when, when it's, it's kind of that thing where, like, your friends have an argument and you just keep going until they're done. <laughs> right. And it's like, they'll catch up when they catch up. I have the athletics and speed of a barbarian. I can catch up whenever I want. It's not like they're trying to lose you, and it's difficult terrain, so they're moving at half speed anyways. Um, but you're in, they're entering into a rising... Uh, sort of a rising cliff face where you're going up and at an angle to get up into the mountains proper. So, the group of you, unless anybody has any last minute things to add. Nope. Nope. Flapping along. Head along with Tanya as a vulture out ahead. Yep. Mal Mal is actually close behind, just like (laughs) formation. Flying buddies. Oh, oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh huh. I will. I will definitely. I will definitely race. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first day. Now that you've gotten started on your day, what's everyone? Want, what is everyone wanting to do while you're in the mountains? Well, now Valdez is very particularly fucking finding metal and doing what mining she can. All right. So give me a. And uh, wants to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you can give me investigation checks. Uh, Carolina? Oh, hunting. Hunting? Give me a survival I'm check. helping out the other people who are hunting for the... Yes. Yeah. So go ahead and give me a survival check. That's the skill I was taking. Duh. I fucking... Because I keep getting asked to do it. Right. <laughs> I forgot to assign which skill I was putting in practice experts going into investigation. There you go. Carolina is as wise as a brick. You, you, 
You all at one point hear that. So that's actually going to be a twenty-four. Hear that bone greatsword smashing into something, and you sort of turn back, and Carolina has jammed it into a what seems to be like some sort of den that's like along the path but in the rock, and is like trying to fish something out of it. Oh! Oh no! It's not. It's not catching on anything, unfortunately. Not a tracker. Show me a bear and I can take take it down. I can't. Okay, I'll point out if I see a bear. Put the jump. Darn, I thought you were going to say Titania turns into a bear. No, I do not. (laughs) No, not. I'm not an idiot. Right. I'm actually very smart, just not very wise. Oh, Ghent knows that yeah. feel too. <laughs> uh, Ghent and Valdeth, you do find so there, there, there. You do find some exterior veins uh, of ore in this mountainside. Uh, it looks like they probably there's no there are no mines as far as you can tell. So you're not going to like mm-hmm. get further in and like, get to like the, right. the, the the more pure stuff. Uh, but you do find. Uh, roll me a D100, please. One Both of, of us, sir. One of you. Now that's eleven. I don't know if high or low is better in this case. It's iron ore. Okay, low was bad. <laughs> uh, you find a rust monster no um you find sort of a it's it's sort of a slightly off gray ore that looks like it's not actually native to the rock around it Hmm. does my stone cunning let me identify what this is this is cobalt or do i know of any uses for cobalt in particular uh, it's a pretty decent uh, jewelry metal. Hmm. It's not necessarily something that you, as far as I'm aware, it's not necessarily something that you want to like put into weaponry. It's not that sturdy. Um, but but it uh, but it is it's something that you can actually use very well in mining. And in this particular case, it looks like this came down from something. Like it was like a fragment of something, like a star falling. Mm. Yep. Mm. So it's, it's cobalt, not ciderite, as is no. as is often mentioned in several things of metal from meteors. No, this is cobalt. Fun fact: cobalt is another one of those me, uh, metals that is more commonly found in asteroid leavings than it is in natural veins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Tends to be pretty hard. You can make dye out of it. Mm. She will mine as much of that as she can manage. Yeah, you get. Uh, we'll say you get about a hundred gold worth of cobalt out of these out of these couple of out of these couple of things. Both of you can. Cool. It's not a lot of cobalt, but <laughs> I will put some in my inventory. You said how much? About a hundred gold worth of just raw cobalt. Oh, okay. Which could probably be used to make one ingot a piece. Uh huh. Uh huh. When you when you when you forge it, it turns slightly blue. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Anybody else doing anything 
Uh, Titania, you were looking for herbs? Yes. Yep. Give me an Uh herbalism kit check with wisdom. Okay. And I think I'm going to go for the, the, um, that restorative ointment that you're I... You're specifically looking for materials for that? Okay. I think so, because I already have 50 gold worth of, of uh, healing potions, and we haven't used many of them, so... So for the restorative ointment, you're going to need... Let me take a look real quick at some information. Uh, it's uncommon. Uh, so you're gonna need about a hundred gold worth of materials to make it. Okay. Um, still herbalism with wisdom. Yes. Okay. Oh. Um. So eleven. Yeah. Uh. You know what? I have. I have. Inspiration. You want to use it and take that twenty-two? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Uh, you find about 50 gold worth of materials out here, okay. and you're pretty certain you're not going to find much more than that. The, there's not a lot of useful... Like, there's there's plenty of plant mm-hmm. life in the mountains, um, but specifically for things that will be useful for producing the thing you want to make, there's not going to be a lot of it. You could combine it with the stuff you have already to make it in forego making healing potions, okay. if you have any left, but... Um, and if you have I do, I have 50. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, okay. combining this with what you already have would make a hundred gold worth of materials. That would be enough to make uh, one vial or one 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 jar of it. Uh, but you. Okay. But looking around, you're probably not going to find any more out here. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. Do I think? Because I'm not sure if Titania would know. Um, based on what we've seen of the the way this uh, stuff spreads when we were on the light wall before, mm-hmm. do I know if that would be useful in combating if it started to affect some of us or our weapons or something like that at you, all? No idea. No idea? Yeah. Okay. It does, um, it, in that it is a thing that heals po- that heals injuries and poisons, it does do some amount of corrective etheric rebalancing just by mm-hmm. its very nature. Um, but you have no idea what it would do to whatever it is that's consolidating ether because you don't know what it is that's consolidating ether. Okay. I'm gonna... Mm, I'll, I'll try combining those then and making okay. one self we'll do that on the second day so cool the rest of you are just sort of maintaining uh as you're traveling through the mountains um you see off in the distance a very weird sight um there's a thunderstorm happening and this is a particular kind of thunderstorm um it's the kind that happens uh most notably is recorded around the dragon peaks because of their increased in elemental uh uh, disturbance uh in the skies uh you are seeing you are seeing what looks like uh, a combination lightning storm and blizzard happening at the same time. Uh, like there's rain, there's snow, there's lightning, and then there are shards of ice flying down as well, um, happening a little bit further to the south along the mountain range. And it's heading towards the frontier. 
and you can see it, particularly Ariel, who has such a, such good passive perception. Uh, you can see uh, as it reaches the frontier, it begins to almost immediately die off, but only in the sections that are over the frontier. So as the storm that you can see way off in the distance is heading in one direction, it's just sort of like somebody who's taken a cleaver and just cut it as it disappears. Huh. Quite a thing. So that would be Ithram, Ariel, and Scuzz that see that, because the others were busy doing other things. That is quite odd. Some sort of barrier, perhaps. Makes most sense. Does it look like the... Oh. Can we tell from here if it looks like it's, like, advancing at all? Or moving? Like, it's advancing towards the frontier, and as it's as it's moving, it's just disappearing. Okay, so it's not, like, gradually yeah. pressing into the frontier. No. Okay. I will point that out to Valdez. And for the... Sorry, to Valdez, he said? Or to... No, to Baldeth, yes. To... Okay. <laughs> I, I hear who, who's name you no, no, for, the, for those in-universe, yes, this, this particular kind of storm is called a dragon storm. All right. That's probably not good. I mean... I mean, the not thing, good the, is probably the best description I can. The think thing, of. the thing that implies is that the essence eating aspect of the shadow front spreads very high into the sky. Would explain why the why the light wall is so tall. Probably, you're right. <laughs> You don't go flying, noted. Well, at least at the very at the very least, you know you're not safe just flying. In the back of your head, Esme goes. We also sort of bleed ether when you fly, so that's probably not a good idea. Exactly. That's why it only lasts for a minute, because you're just basically flying on pure ether. <laughs> At the end of the first day, you reach the peaks. It's much, much colder up here than it was down below. And so all of you that have been, that have been spending the past few days in extreme heat suddenly feel comfortable. Because <laughs> it's just like, <sighs> yeah, it's freezing and there's snow on the ground, but it's not boiling anymore. <laughs> this is nice. wrapped up like... <laughs> he looks at the kid from uh, Christmas Story where he can't put his arms down. Just... <laughs> In the snow, <laughs> and as you as you as the caravan pulls to a halt for a while, you notice that it isn't dark, even though it's definitely at the point of time where it should be dark. Which you can tell the reason for that is being that you can see the light wall from here, as the end of the light wall is at the foot of the mountains, just a little bit to the north of where you're at. And so, off in the distance, over the mountains, now that you can see from the peaks, is this massive wall of light stretching on pat on towards the horizon. I think I can see our house from here. Hmm? You definitively cannot see Jerome from here. 
<laughs> There's a wall of light between you and Tara. <laughs> I was about to say, the wall of light, the, the light wall is like opaque, isn't it? Yeah, you can't see through it. <laughs> right, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just like to pretend that the map we have, the light wall just covers everything. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> because be to this day we still don't know any of the physical properties of the, of the lands that we we journey. Eventually, I'm working we'll, on it. Uh, we'll, we'll have a geographical map, but at the moment it's just white. <laughs> at the moment, you There's just get snow shakes. Up here? Right? Look, cartography yes, in. Medieval settings, even magitechnical ones, can be difficult. Uh, for edification, the light wall is here. The mountain range goes down here, like so. Which means you are currently there. Cool. Makes sense. Yep. Fun story. In one of my home games, we uh, our our DM did not have uh, had a map, but didn't want to didn't want to reveal everything to us and didn't draw out all the extra. So every city we went to, the cartographer store was out of maps or had just burned <laughs> down or <laughs> was infested with something. We got, we got to find the cartographer. Well, that... We got to find the cartographer. Well, this one seems to have just recently been stepped on by a giant. So, right, so, right. It was a constant yeah. running joke that every town we went to, we were like, first thing we do would be like, we go to the map store. They don't have a map store. This is the largest city in this country. <laughs> yeah, it just burned down yesterday. <laughs> so for those watching at home, I've switched over to the Roll20 map just so you can see. The yellow line is the light wall in southern Tehran. Uh, also the southern border of the, of the Tyrian Empire. Uh, the brown line is a mountain range that sort of cuts through the middle of this this particular continent, and the blue line is the path that they have taken from the edge of from the edge of of um. Eleonora, Luxuria. Eleonora, uh, Luxuria is the town. Eleonora is the country. Right. <laughs> uh, from the edge of from the edge of Eleonora across Tunisia into the mountains, and once they once they cover the mountains, they'll be in what was the uncharted frontier. Mm -hmm. Whoa, we're on the other side of it. From up here, your granddad does slow. some. Your grandfather does some very good work, I must say, or commissions it, or whatever. Hmm? It, it, he's fueling. Great, it. great, great, great grandfather. You, you know. Yes. I, I always I, have to reorient myself because when we were in when we were in Grand Terra Rebirth. Uh, what is currently east was north because the world wasn't completed. <laughs> nah. No, it wasn't. The north south is still, has always been correct. It's just that because I, 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 I distinctly I distinctly remember that the line from core and the continent there was like down and to the right to get yeah. to Illinora. That's well, no, it was down to the left, but that that's that's core yeah. right mm -hmm. there. Okay. Actually, my great great. Yes, I think that's right. Great great grandfather is maybe somewhere out here. They got cut off when this came through. When how up then? 
Yeah. How long ago did this Shadowfront happen, or was close enough that it's uh, like within about, memory uh, about, of about ten years? Sure. Okay. Yeah. About about ten yeah. years ago is when the light wall went up. Anyway, there's snow up here. Scuzz, you want to do a snow angel? You want to join? Oh, he's like as if he's not already like, <laughs> yeah. like you look over. It's already happening. Well, he's okay, like, I would start. love okay. to do a snow angel, but I can't yeah. move my arms. <laughs> I I make a snow tea. There you go. Here, wait. If you just, I can rotate you, and then <laughs> Wee! There we go. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Should we do watches? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend watches. I don't know what's going to come out of that, says Prince Zane, pointing down the thing. Prince Zane, who has not put on a shirt, he's still staying right. there with just vest, bare chest, and pants. I appreciate it. I can... How's Saif doing, being all, you know, reptilian and shit? Saif, you haven't seen Saif since camp was made. There is, okay. <laughs> there is a conspicuously large bundle of carpets off to one side. It's fine. Fair I enough. sleepy. Aww. No, Saif is I feel like Carolina cold. is still topless. <laughs> well, if they're reptilian, I imagine they would be, they'd be super sleepy, which is like torpor. I was so energetic earlier now now i just want to now i have to conserve all the energy yes oh yes i, I can do a watch i you, you don't I know can... where saif is there is a large there's a very large conspicuous bundle of carpets that is sized to cover a naga uh. <laughs> i'll take a watch as well well yep. <laughs> obviously uh, Zane sort of looks around. Here's what we'll do. We'll there's enough of us. Uh, we'll set watches by group. So the Steelhearts will take a watch. The Wild Pride will take a watch. My Honor Guard will take a watch, and uh, the Kneecappers will take a watch. So we've got four good watches, plenty of eyes in case something comes up. And when he said what comes out of that, was he pointing at the shadow front or the storm? The shadow front. He was okay. pointing down the mountain, down the mountain towards the, okay. which you all can see. Like it's it's a, at a bit of distance, and there's a bit of fog, um, mm -hmm. but you can definitely see this eerily quiet, eerily vacant, dead jungle. Uh -huh. There's oh. there's just gray ground. And blackened trees, as far as somewhere, the eye can see. Somewhere in there is a hole to hell where you find the Dark Emperor and everything else that comes out of there and, you know. <laughs> you go into the Negaverse uh, and you find Negaturon. <laughs> question. Where there's a giant armadillo hanging above Turam in Negaturon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when camp is set up, is it longer than uh, 100 feet on any side? You like if you were putting it in a giant square or cube, would it fit in one where the sides were 100 feet? Not fully, but mostly. Okay. 
never mind. I can like there'd be board. there there would there would be some aspects of like one side that would be outside that area. Okay. Just because there's so many of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I figured. We have an army. We have a Hulk. We have scuds. Because <laughs> I I am able to ward an area from. You have corruption. Uh, we have a scuzz, and a Carolina, <laughs> and an Ithram, and again, and it just, <laughs> just look, keep going. <laughs> Can ward it? Yes. Uh, hide most of most of the caravan, and also prevent any magical entry or divination. That's awesome. Which, if I can cover most of the area, just not most of the caravan. And it lasts for 24 hours. Is it something that you can put, like, in a specific area? Zane asks. Yes. I could put it over, perhaps, the center of the caravan so that the outside watches. Yeah. That'd be good if you could mark it off for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and from that point on, uh, before bed, so long as he has spell slots, he will cast uh, Mordenkainen's private sanctum over the caravan. And so that... What does what your private sanctum look like? Uh, no, so it's just a warded area. So it makes it's the outside... Like the yeah, no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> the outside of it, it just looks like uh, foggy, a foggy area. Yeah, so like the 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 exterior just sort of has like a it's like a ring of fog around that area. Yeah. It, so the way that uh, I envision it though is that it just kind of like looks uh, like it's the things behind the fog kind of disappear. So as soon as you cross that barrier, you can see everything. But after that, it just kind of looks like a foggy landscape or a foggy patch of ground. Yeah, because it definitely has some sort of visual appearance because yeah. sound can't pass through it and you can't see anything in it. Like, Yeah. Do you do the sound uh, barrier or no? Yeah, I do all of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do, do the whole damn thing. So, so it's just like this dome of fog, basically. Yeah. Welcome to and the fog dome. As soon as you walk into the, the dome, it just clears out dome. Yeah. yeah, as soon as you walk yeah. in, it's like, oh, You've created a Dark Souls fog gate. And yep. <laughs> it's just surrounding the camp. <laughs> you enter the Dark Souls fog gate. Oh, crap, it's one of those bosses that's a whole bunch of enemies. <laughs> You've entered the phalanx battle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, a normal-sized fight. <laughs> Let's see. So we're on first watch then, according to Insane. We can take first. We have first watch. All he did was separate out the watches. He didn't order them. <laughs> we can let him know. Sure, we'll he said us first, so he did yeah. say the steel heart we'll first, which means we're the best. Which means we should definitely do our first watch. Yes. It mean it means he was talking to us when he was making that. Order. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And usually you name what's in front of you I first. will go confer with the other groups and check which watches each of us are. Yeah. Dairy, uh, the Wild Pride would prefer the the watch that's in the middle of the night, which would be second watch. Um, 
the knee the 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 kneecappers have a argument amongst themselves before uh, eventually after about 10 minutes determining that they'll take the morning watch even though not all of them are morning people uh, the royal guard will go wherever they're needed so you guys can either first take the first or the third so we'll take first watch then I mean we could take second I mean <laughs> if, if we really just want to be dicks to the wild pride sure <laughs> I'm just saying it's not off the table. <laughs> you could take we will take we you could take, take morning watch. and let the In kneecappers the spirit be of collaboration. Watch. We can take first. Watch. Yeah, first watch yep. is fine. Right. So we'll have first watch gate uh, first watch gatekeepers. First watch the steel hearts. <laughs> That's our negaverse parallels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the negaverse steel hearts are the gatekeepers. <laughs> oh, you're a griffin. So how long you been a griffin? Do you know all the other griffins? Because I do. I was going to say, uh, the, 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 name the, the top Herald five griffins. Just the ready player one right. cover. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> name, name the top five griffins in Tehran. In the order with which they were founded. Oh. Oh. But it's Gitanard's inseam. <laughs> oh, you don't know every single school of magic off by heart? Come on, that's so basic. <laughs> and the ones God. only released in the DLC that was released in the Christmas episode of 2007? God. The person next to her goes, what's DLC? <laughs> <laughs> it's a manga. Jesus. <laughs> what's a manga? No. Uh, anyways. The DLC is obviously the divine local chapter. They they take donations. They take donations of thirty nine ninety nine. Exactly. Subs not done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Uh, we're on watch, right? Yeah. (laughs) You're all on watch. Uh, First watch. Friends. Um. Just a quick question. How much silver do each of you have? Um, As in silver coin? And just holds up four fingers. (laughs) Oh, all right. One. I have eight. Holy shit. I've got about 25 pieces of silver. I have 53 silver. I've more Valdeth than you can buy yourself a demigod. (laughs) I'm super, super excited to say this. I have 30. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Do you have a rope? What do you need silver for? Do you know any Pharisees? <laughs> uh, I have uh, recently learned a new spell that requires a length of silver that will let us store our weapons and what have you uh, in a extra dimensional space to be recalled whenever we need them. That would be convenient. Carolina says now carrying around like weapons. You actually have enough silver to perhaps do this. Um, It requires about 50 50 let me see where is it 50 silver pieces worth. 
well, fifty gold worth of one. Oh, so it's, it's one silver line that's has that's worth fifty gold. Oh, okay. Oh. Never mind then. I thought it was fifty silver. It's the, I misread it's the, it. It's the work no of silver. Yeah. We yeah. could essentially go around like we need to park in old style parking and get the quarters from everyone else. Yes. In town. <laughs> we can you got gold pieces? Can we can we just get like. You could, would, you could convert gold into it if you needed yeah, to. Yeah, would, would I be able to transmute it? Yeah. Like during the process? Because yeah, it yeah. takes an hour. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I perform my weapons right on my hips and on my back, but thank you. I've got these there. now. <laughs> He's got this, he see, flings out daggers from his bracelet. <laughs> oh, good. And yeah, then I have gold. I don't know if that. Yeah. So if you're willing to cast that, that would be convenient. Yes. Yes, no worries. It costs me nothing. Um, <laughs> anybody, amazing. does any, <laughs> no, it's a ritual. So, <laughs> uh, does it? I like, I like the idea that, 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 that Scus is just doing this all in the background as this conversation is going on. And at one point it's, and he goes, oh. And it, it shifts over to like, like Ariel. Like it's just like sticking in the church. She's just like, <laughs> and he gets back all while keeping Ithram and Carolina's conversation in focus. main focus. And the dagger just disappears. Yeah, the dagger disappears. Yes. Uh, it will take about an hour, but anybody that wants to, I can do up to eight people at one time. That sounds useful, honestly. If you have 50 gold to spare, I can transmit it during the process. Yeah, I'll give you 50 of mine. Uh, just hold it in your palm as a cast. Cool. Is it 50 gold per person or just 50 gold total? Per person. Yeah. Okay. Um, per target. Um, I don't have uh, the extra dimensional space is unlimited though you can store literally as many as many weapons as you want in it you only weapons weapons and but, shields if you're proficient with shields because yeah. like who who wants I have I have gold pieces because because has not spent money um, <laughs> he has still has 600 gold pieces oh, oh. holy shit yeah <laughs> I'm good. Carolina and Scuzz are in the we didn't spend our paycheck yet club. Yeah. yeah. Seven hundred and twenty-five. Ninety-six. Yeah. Enjoying the we didn't spend our paycheck club. Yeah. So yeah. Ari- Ariel's like, y'all are bush league. Right? <laughs> the way that, I mean so the way the spell works, understanding that Ariel probably still won't want it. Um you apply this you apply the spell uh and over the course of a short or long rest, you can basically take any amount of weapons that you have and store them in hammer space, effectively. Uh, and then as an action, you can pull up to two of them out at any point in time, and you could send them back as a bonus action. So all of our weapons get soul bonded, kind of, similarly? Yeah. They're actually kind of awesome. kind of except you you, you can't you can't summon it, to them if they're on the ground over there like you can't summon them no, to you if they're yeah. in physical space but you can put them away whenever and then bring them back out whenever oh excuse me so like Ithram still has to open the space so we can take the weapons no. out. it's not just like no put the weapon no in. you so, would do it so you would go on your turn you would go i want a sword action draw a sword out of nowhere 
Okay. Yeah. No. If you've got one stored already. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's it's the ultimate concealed carry, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. So, Ithram begins his ritual. Uh, in the process, he basically uses his focus and taps the gold and spins out a silver thread from the gold that you have, uh, which he then wraps around your forearms, whatever your dominant arm is, uh, which over the course of the spell melts into your skin, providing a small silver band of tattoo around your wrist. Uh, oh, I wanted to make it something else. Oh, go ahead. This is still the same silver. How many moons does uh, Grand Terra have? Uh, two. Just one or two? Okay. So, yeah. It, so, uh, the silver band, where would there would normally be a silver band, it's actually just the two, uh, uh, like, uh, just a depiction of the two moons going through their phases. And, yeah, uh, that works. Yeah. Uh, In sequence. Rotating yeah. around each other. So just like moving positions and then in different phases all the way across. As Ithram casts Alunai's Infinite Armory. Yep. Yeah. How many people is Scuzz willing to willing to spot with gold? I mean, I, I could, if I can, I'll spot everybody except me. I don't. I got. I'm good. But I can. I can spot everybody. Yeah, because does not have any gold. Just just slide a big old pile of gold on the snow. So, who all wants to cast on them? I can pay for myself. So, Valdo so can Gent. Gent. Ithram, I'm, I'm assuming good. you're casting it on yourself. Yeah. yeah. Scuzz, yes, no? Uh, Scuzz, uh, I mean, Scuzz will... No, he's got the he's got the braces of flying daggers. Um, yeah, but you can put your crossbow and short bow and anything else in the space too. It's true. There's no limit to the weapons you can put into it. Yeah, you know, you make a good point, Dungeon Master. <laughs> um, yeah, so he'll Scuzz will pay for both himself and Ithram. Okay, so oh, Ithram paid for himself. Valdez yeah. gets Scuzz. Valdez, Ithram. excuse me, Valdez. Oh, okay. Sorry. Ariel, no. Titania, no. All right. All right, so yeah, the the uh, <clears throat> the five of you, yes, the five of you have these little moon markings on your wrist now. Another tattoo, awesome. Yes. And over the course of uh, of your next short or long rest, you can store, you can bond any number of your weapons to this extra dimensional space, uh, and deposit and withdraw as needed. Daggers, short bow, crossbow, long sword? No, it's a short sword, I think. Short sword. Good, because I have like six different weapons depending on the situation. <laughs> All my javelins, the halberd. I'm, I'm a very barbarian. Ariel so has question. like ten weapons, but they're all in one. <laughs> do, you have to, do you have to be holding the weapon to store it? Uh, it it's it summons to your hand and no to store it, it to put it away. Uh, so it's in chat right now. So, <laughs> like, if it's over there, can I snap and make it disappear and then pull it back out? Yes. There's, okay. You don't have to be touching it to store it. No. So my sword's been disarmed. Now it's gone. Now it's back. Yeah, you summon it to your hands right. from the extra dimensional space, but you don't have to. You don't have to be touching it to send it back. 
just made it. No, it, would, it would take a bonus. It would still take javelins. That's great. Yeah, it would take it would take a bonus action and an action to. Yeah, it takes your entire it turn to and store then pull it, and pull it back. back. Right. Right. But you mm-hmm. can you can theoretically never be completely disarmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're all minor um, eldritch knights. This may be a ruling <laughs> thing that you want to figure out eventually. One of my rage abilities lets me essentially. Uh, have a better version of this when that rage ability is active does that surplant this the rage ability can so it, it you can have this effect on this effect will stack with other effects similar to it okay like an eldritch yeah. knight could still have their weapon bound to them and also have Eli's infinite armor cast yeah. on them that's right uh, okay so that would probably apply to yes yeah. it's still it would still work the only difference is, like, the Eldritch Knight's ability to summon it to their hands wouldn't work if it was in the extra-dimensional space, because it's right. not in their dimension. In your dimension. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Can't do it across dimensional boundaries. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. So, uh, on your first watch, everyone give you perception checks. 19. 14. Or I am a little preoccupied. 24. <laughs> Nice. Fifteen. I'm. I'm not gonna lie, Cody. I. I when I heard you say I'm a little, my brain automatically <laughs> autocorrected to little teapot, and I just heard <laughs> in his voice say I'm a little teapot. I'm a little and... teapot. <laughs> Short and stout. He's gone. <laughs> He's just—he's—he's he's doing this ritual casting. I'm a little tea pot. Helps you remember the spell, you know, the, like order. That's all, that, thats the it's cadence a, that he casts right. the, the ritual. It's a mnemonic device. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh if, if, it's not the words, but the cadence. If Galadir had designed this only to be used by other people and never himself, he is the asshole that would have made that the somatic component or the verbal component. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you have have to sing I'm a little teapot to cast this spell <laughs> oh that's great thank you need that but he didn't so uh perception check so yeah if you're busy with the ritual spell that you're casting um yes Valdeth Ariel and Ghent and Skaz. Uh-huh. So everyone except for Carolina, Tanya, and Ithram. <laughs> Tanya having just missed the the the, the, the cutoff. Because um, it was a 15 that I was looking for. Uh, unless you want to spend an inspiration to reroll. No, I've got one left. I'm saving that. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, Gent, Valdeth, Skaz, and Ariel. On your watch. You, over the course of your watch, that dragon storm that you could see, you had seen in the distance, is completely devoured by that by the 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 frontier, and you sort of watch this thing slowly dwindle down into nothingness. After it's gone, you see a flash of light emanating from much, much, much further south and east uh, from your position, and even from where it was at out in the middle of the frontier beyond where you can beyond where you could reasonably see any detail there's just this of light is it really like a like a like a camera flash sort of like just yeah kind of like a camera right flash light? yeah like okay. this is it's it's not it's not that quick 
but it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. just like this shining beacon appears and then goes away. Oh my! Twinkle in the distance. Someone took our picture. Wait, what? The fuck is a picture? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. You- <laughs> Pictures exist. The fuck is a picture? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is a picture? <laughs> Misheard you for a second there. No, you're fine. <laughs> Ariel, the fuck is a picture? That's all that. Yes. Click. <laughs> yes. How yeah. distant do you think that was, and therefore how bright would that have have to have been? Can I take an estimate of how far yeah. away that was? Let me a nature check. Nature. Now you really? don't ask me for investigation. You're not Nature. investigating anything. You're trying to gauge distances from a mountaintop. Yeah, investigation is described as like putting things together and like connecting dots. Might I offer survival? Survival might well. Survival would also be what would be an option. Survival is I, I will survival's better. way better for me. It's the same for me. I just love you guys. Four. I can uh, investigate a room and find something very small. I could not eyeball a distance from a mountaintop. That's a different skill set in my mind from an investigate. You're not necessarily wrong. Um, Where'd it come from? I didn't see it. Kent will point out into the distance. Kent got a 20 on its nature check. (laughs) Would any of you like to use an inspiration? (laughs) I would love to. I would have to have one. Uh, I'm I'm glad Ithram and Scuzz don't have any active conditions. (laughs) With the 20. We slept. You slept. (laughs) Uh, With with the 20, Kent, you Uh estimate that's probably three days walk. From the mount, from the foothills of the mountain. On a three-day hike, yeah, that would have to be an extremely bright light for a, for us to be able to pick it up from this distance. Then, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Gent just gets this very sort of disconcerted look on his face. That good, huh? Well, something's out there. Where roughly was that flash? Are you certain, darling? Are you certain there's something out there? Uh, Something not insignificant, let's say, which I know we already knew, but hmm. was that was that roughly where the um, where the storm was entering? Storm. The the storm was entering like over here. Okay. Yeah, because that was on the boundary. This is well within the bounds. Yeah, it, 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 if you think back to the map you were shown, Ghent, figure mm-hmm. out the path that you figure, you figure it's slightly north of their estimated destination. Right. If, north of uh, where I think we're headed, but for something to produce something of that high level of brilliance at that distance, that's some intense power. If I were to use a couple of context clues... I would probably wager, with no real arcane education to back it up, mind you, that something just ate all of the ether from that dragon storm. Definitely a viable hypothesis. If it dies down, that will... Possibly. I mean, the ether of the dragon storm was definitely consolidated as it entered the area. Um... 
if something like like uh, a flash of light th uh, visible three days away from where it's at would certainly be a one potential like side effect of consuming that much ether. And we're back. Hello, everybody. Sorry about that. M my, uh, oh, they can't hear you guys because, of course, they can't because why would OBS come back properly? Now they can hear you. Uh, Yay! Sorry. I don't know if you Venus. guys could hear. I, I'm, actually, I'm pretty certain <laughs> at some point you all could hear that there was a storm going on in my area because my the, the mic was registering the sounds of the storm. It hit a crescendo. My power went out, and then the storm died down. <laughs> It's very dramatic. Was there a flash of light? There was a thunderstorm. Yeah, it came like about three days away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see it with the trees and everything, but anyways, <laughs> the last thing I said, I don't remember. So where were we? I was answering what? a question uh, we were, from Aaron. Watch. Yeah. We were just about to hit level fifteen. Oh, right. yeah. oh really? Yes. Oh, yeah. I missed a lot. Um, I just answered a question to Aaron. I took, I, 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 took I took over GM duties for for just a yeah, second. So there. basically, we decided that yes, probably storm did an explosion. Yes. We're on watch. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So yeah. The the you 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 figure that. Carolina, you probably figured that it's very likely that the that that is a possibility. Is that that could be the end result of that? It could be something else, but that is a possibility. Oh, and so oh, Gent will share that information with whoever our relief squad yeah. is, which I think was the Wild Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valdez being zero levels of magically educated but able to put two and two together <laughs> yep <clears throat> which doesn't always work with magic but sometimes because sometimes you put two to two together and you get 18 with magic mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but yeah so the rest of your watch passes on hopefully excellent you pass the information on to the wild pride and you all pass the fuck out well varying degrees of pass the fuck out Actually, as I do the thing. Okay. Tanya is going to pray a little bit before she goes to bed. Okay. We're going off into something scary. Dear God, it's dear Tanya. grandfather. <laughs> yeah, she's going to go great, 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 great at the light wall. Hey, Jesus, much. are you there? I'll be back. I'll, I'm just stepping out. Um, I'll yell if something happens. Um, and they won't be able to hear it. The watch will be able to hear because they're outside. Because we established that. I'm teasing. <laughs> It's not dark out either. It's like hell of light. You know, yeah. Well, it's uh -huh. it's yeah. It's not dark out. It's just there's a fog around you. <laughs> Dear Buddha, please give me a pony and a plastic rocket. <laughs> Cut to a pony being strapped to a rocket. Ac excellent reference, Jeremy. Thank you. <sighs> Need to see that movie again. I heard that. <laughs> that, that was from William's side, not me. Okay, I heard that one. I had my, my, my power is next to go out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Valdis offline in three, two, <laughs> one. If you had actually timed that correctly, I would have died laughing. So well, cussing, but you know, Titania, you step outside the the area and yeah. you go to where you can get a good view of the of the light wall. <clears throat> Hi, great, 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 grand, grandpa. We can see your wall from right here. 
kind of comforting. It's really light. I can't. I don't know. It's gonna be hard to sleep. Oh well. Um. It's a nightlight. <laughs> it's a daylight. Uh, <laughs> hope, but do you proud? See ya in a couple months. Make I don't think somehow we'll be able to see the white wall very well from when we go down into that. Make an so, insight check. And we'll go in the opposite way. Insight? Yeah. That's a strange roll. Yeah. As I wait 17. For, as I wait for as I wait Brenta's for eyes. Brenta's eyes. In our brains. Um <laughs> you there is a faint glimmer in the light wall. Oh. Like a ripple. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll do, I'll druid, I, cause I don't have fairy fire anymore. I'll do druid craft to do a little candle and then we'll leave it out there and I'll go back and mm-hmm. go to bed. Yep. The insight roll, by the way, was so, so that you could identify that ripple as something distinct as opposed yeah. to just the rest of the light wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> right. So, the even you are not awoken by the sounds of battle. You that are sounds good. nice. You are you are awoken by the sounds of cussing. That's normal. Uh as uh, as uh, Carrot seems to have stubbed her toe on something and ha- has responded to it the way all good goblins should with cussing. Mm-hmm. But you get a full night's rest. You get a full long rest. Ooh. Gent, as you look down at your arm, the scarification's all gone. Feeling slightly vindicated, he pulls out the grip and tries to scrawl just just his first slot of maleficence on there. As you, you like to take the dagger, uh, take the, the the tooth to it, and sort of start scratching it, mm-hmm. it just slips off. There's no, it doesn't yep. leave anything. No purchase. Nope. Well, I tried. Rag <laughs> thing back, right? And yep, resumes his procedures. Again, you finish. You finish applying it. It seals up immediately. <clears throat> right. And and he goes. He immediately goes and finds Valdeth and says he tried, <laughs> and that it doesn't work. Remind me to put together like a brace of connected rings or something for you. I'll do, I'll put it in my research. And he flips open his journal and you can see there's just scrawls and diagrams, most of it fairly neatly uh, sectioned and categorized and that sort of thing. Finds a blank page and starts making, starts with just a bullet list of probable requirements for a bracer or some sort of implement. We'll make a, and just we'll make an intelligence hit though again. Okay. 26. Same as last time. As you're thinking about it, mm-hmm. before you completely finish, uh-huh. 
uh, as you're thinking about it, like you, you go show show Valdeth whatever, and, and you, you think mm-hmm. about it. It's right. covering the scars, but you can still see them. So I've been engraving on you this whole time. That makes sense, I suppose. Nice bit of synchronicity. Well, as you and he makes some notes of that as well. (laughs) Go as you sort of let go of this connection. It folds back into the pistol and then reabsorbs Mm -hmm. into the grip. The scars are still there. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Blind pigs and acorns or something like that. Yeah. So, the camp picks up and begins its descent down the mountain. Yep. It doesn't take long for you to leave the snowy area of the peaks. Uh, And it takes most of your concentration just getting down the mountain the second day, so there's no side activities necessarily, though if anyone has any scenes they'd like to do while you're descending, you can go ahead and do those. Hey, that doesn't know. I have yep. uh, Cody? No, I said I don't have anything. Okay. The next, the, the rest of this day entirely consists of you mostly in silent. The, the caravan as a whole is mostly silent, though the kneecappers, as always, are never silent. Um, descending the mountain, it's very steep and the paths are very narrow. So it's, again, this is why it's taking all of your concentration just descending. And by the end of the day, you are in the foothills. There is a distinct cut off visual cutoff point that you can see as you get lower down the mountains and particularly as you get down into the foothills between the mountain range and the frontier there is a line where there's just sort of rock and dirt from the mountains and then where it would have where it would normally gradually grow into grass is just white sand Mm-hmm. Can Ghent ID whether this is the same sort of white sand that had the adverse effects when we were at the, the light wall bastion? Maybe an arcana check or a nature check. Oh. Yeah, I'd like to... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Guess who's out of inspiration? Yeah. That was all the the sand from the from the bastion was all like the remains of those statues, so. goblin things. Yeah, yeah you right. You don't see any salt statue goblins or, or or graphite statue goblins around, so you're pretty sure it's not that. Okay, and good to know. Can I tell? I don't yeah, know. you can make, I can you, make a nature. You can make yeah. a nature or an arcana. Anyone who wants to can make a nature or arcana. I'm not making an arcana. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm making nature. <laughs> I am equally bad at nature and arcana, so I will roll all arcana. Ten. Yeah, I rolled an arcana. Meh. Seventeen. Man, I might as well just because I might remember. There's the artificer. Mm-hmm. Ten. Thought Titania. I mean, it looks like it might be the same stuff, but it's hard to tell if this is powderized goblin or powderized grass. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariel, it looks like sand to you. Uh, Ithram 
and Carolina, you can almost feel the homogenization of the ether here. This is not the same kind of stuff that you... Like, it's not the same kind of material, but it is the same effect. It is that this is this was once grass and has now been homogenized to a single ether. And now it's doing that to the surroundings as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, 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 the, the surroundings have all been homogenized. Everything around you has been homogenized into astral ether. Which is why would they would, which would, is why they, would they surmise that it would do that to any new matter being brought in? Doesn't doesn't seem like it's actively doing it. It seems like the okay. result of what has what that being had done. So, yeah. Don't believe there will be any adverse effects in traveling through it, but it is the same. the The terrain has definitely been homogenized into. The same process, if not the exact yes. same resulting material. Yes. I don't like sand. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> absolutely not! Haven't we done that yet? You just, Probably. You, just left, you just left the desert. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got, a good, he's got a good reason to hate sand right now. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Ah. Uh. I will shoot you. John, can we say that I learned that new version of the hold person? <laughs> you have the spell book. I know. <laughs> I don't have the money to scribe it, though. Oh, poor wizard problems. <laughs> uh, let's see. Aha, poor. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, but like I said, this 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 whole area that you can the two of you can feel it. The trees, the ground, the grass, what was once grass at least, has been all been consolidated into astral ether. Astral being. I think it's light. catching. It should not spread. All right. To us at least. We'll just step out onto the sand then and see what happens. Because this is your, what I do. Crunches, crunches <laughs> underneath your boot. All right. Gives it an experimental stomp or it, two. It, it sort and of then... feels more like snow than sand underneath your feet. Got that or... kind of slidey slidiness to it, yeah. Yeah, really and that, powdery. And that that also that that compression, like mm-hmm. like it compresses mm-hmm. rather than spreads as you push mm-hmm. down on it. Mm-hmm. It's crunch. We spent all day walking down here, though. So yeah, yeah. Maybe we should camp on this side of things since we still can. Yes. Right, safe. Saif, who is no longer a bundle of carpets, uh, sort of look around, looks around, sort of at the mountain. I see a cave further down south of here. It's still in the mountains, so may provide some protection. Let's go have a look then. The Naga slithers down. You all follow. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, just a little, just a, sh- a short while down the down the cliff face, there is a, a cavern opening. Um, Ithram, make a perception check. Yes, I will do that. I'm great at those. Five. <laughs> cool. 
Save face. Make it a yeah. 10. 10. 10. <laughs> 10. <laughs> Is it up to five? Yeah, there's definitely, yeah, it's up to five. There's definitely a lot of people around you. Uh, yeah, it's only five. Otherwise, that would be... With a ten. Just, I just have an army with me the whole time. Right. <laughs> this with is a, in case I need to pass a skill check, guys. Ignore them otherwise. With a, with, a, with a ten, you notice a rock on the ground in the cave. It's a rock. That, is that a boulder? It's a rock. That looks like... Almost like pumice stone as opposed to the more traditional rocks and stones that you have been seeing all day. Okay. Hmm. It, it just doesn't match the surrounding area, or the surrounding stone? Definitely not, yeah. Mm. Can I... Eh, let's see. How big is it? Oh, hand-sized. Okay. Then I'll before we step into it, I'll say, uh, please uh, clear the way, uh, and I'll kind of like motion for everybody behind to like basically split so that there's a five foot line for about ninety feet behind us. <laughs> the NPCs move aside. Let's go. Gentle, get out of the way. He know he knows what's coming. He's seen this happen before. Step, step, uh, step just just a just a bit to the side he oh, needs a clear okay. clear shot yep. out of the and cave. And then I'll cast step catapult. I'll cast catapult on it and fling it out of the cave. The force of yeah. the catapult powderizes the rock. Oh, that's <laughs> Love to see when it it's, lands? No, when it launches. <laughs> the the cha- the sudden change in inertia. You, you you turn the you turn the rock from a from a slug into a shotgun blast. That is not Not what even I a shotgun blast. It's like if you took a ha- it's like if you took a bag full of sugar. Yeah, and then opened tried to it throw up it. and tried to throw it opening first. Yeah. Yeah, so it just slowly rises, and then he just brings his finger forward and goes like this, and then it just poof. What was the point of that? That was not supposed to happen, but... You uh, can ascertain from the result of that... Probably been homogenized. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This area has begun homogenizing as well. And this is past, back in the mountains, right? This is past the border. Give me an arcana check. Or a nature check. Again, make one of those two. It's going to be arcana because nature is what wizards are known for. I have made a wizard that is that is good at nature checks. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's yeah, it's like, possible. All, oh, yeah. the, all, mm-hmm. all of the like knowledge checks. All the knowledge like, skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the knowledge skills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> smart. Scuzz, Gent, and Ithram. You imagine that the ether, Earth as an Earth as an ether type, is particularly durable and stubborn. Earth does not like to change. Mm-hmm. Earth does not change very easily. So, you imagine the thing that has stopped the frontier isn't the existence of the mountain, but the fact that the mountain is taking longer to transform than the rest of the wildlife did. <laughs> and this is sort of evidence that it is working, just slowly. Albeit quite slowly. Yeah. Okay. So yes, this is, this is already started to spread. Uh, hmm. Would have to search more to find out how far in, but 
does not look like it's that's the border, just the most concentrated front of it. Yeah, and you know, previously the uh, the, un, the 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 assumption was that it wasn't spreading this way because there was no more life left to consume. Right. But that does not yeah. appear to be accurate. There's just a very large, stubborn string of mountains. Yes. It's not a not a barrier, just a buffer. Yes. It will be it will be homogenized eventually if left if. unchecked. Hmm. Zane standing behind you. Well then we need to do this quickly. Yes. Uh, perhaps we set up camp and then leave at first light or as soon as possible in the morning. <laughs> first light already here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still close enough to the light wall that it is still day. Mm-hmm. Air quotes. All right. All right. Well, uh, Gent's going to go investigate and see how deep the cave goes if it's got a back to it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, you go into the cave. The the it's not a very deep cave. It's got a couple of different right. layers. There's a, there's, there's a couple of different like it looks like there. It looks like this was at one point several chambers that collapsed into one larger one, based on the okay. based on the 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 area that you're working with and sort of the you there's like the the odd shape of the 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 cavern itself. Um, uh-huh. But it is it is a it's a decently large cave. the The whole caravan could fit in it with a little bit of, with with some okay. spare. All right. But it's not like there, and there's tunnels in the back no, down no, to the drow that, kingdoms that seem, or anything like that. <laughs> okay. uh, the, the drow and Grand Terra do not live in the Underdark. So. Okay. So which 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 in Gens' mind means right because there's worse things down there that drove them out. Cool. <laughs> no. They live in the they live in the deep forest. Which okay. is that makes so sense. dark, no light gets to it. Oh, okay. Zendrick style. I like it. Mm. Well, they don't, yeah, they don't, looks they like... don't, they don't necessarily live there, but that's where, like, mm-hmm. you would imagine there to be drow. I, I should correct myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, you don't, people don't tell stories of the drow underground. They tell stories of the drow in the forest. Yeah. Here there be drowgans, is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Well, sati- satisfied with the boundaries internally of the cave, he'll come back and once again volunteer for first watch. Mm. Yep. Yeah, and um, I will cast Private Sanctum again. So now it looks just looks like a foggy cave from the outside. <laughs> cave of fog. Super, super ominous. Now it's definitely a Dark Souls boss room. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, the the fog gate has been set. Yep. Once again, the suggestion is made to to break into watch groups. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Mm. We'll take first. Again, we'll post up at the entrance of the cave. Then we'll be out there with you. I had a thought that I wanted to ask you about. Yes. Whips out his book of schematics, flips to the side, and we may have to bring Carolina in on this. Um, 
but and he's got an apparatus drawn with a number of uh, it's kind of a horizontal uh, cylinder sort of uh, with with a with a with kind of a, a, a gear turning mechanism um, and a number of smaller uh, rod like uh, protrusions off the front uh, which are designated as wands of magic missile okay for for people with a modern sense of technology he's trying to figure out if you strapped a whole bunch of wands of magic missile to a barrel with a hand crank could you make a magic missile gatling gun <laughs> um I don't know the particulars of the enchantment that would be involved, but I know that the ones it's itself. Not very, yes. Right, it's not very portable. It would have to be sort of like an emplacement kind of thing. But if and obviously intent of the user in order to maintain some level of aim or accuracy there, but probably would only run for a short period of time and then need a fairly substantial recharge period. I would assume so. But it was a fun idea. (laughs) Yes. It looks very, very, like it would come in very much use if, especially in our land of work. But um, you could put it on a wagon or something, maybe. That would be fearsome. (laughs) I don't know if it will work. I'm not much of the engineering experiences or fabricating yeah, so was, or anything like that but right yes. yeah but i was i i trust your uh, at least your capacity as a theoretician yes <laughs> the ones maybe not so much but uh, perhaps something that could discharge large uh, amounts of the same energy for magic missiles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right this is- i'll keep working on it then Somewhere in Eberron, not knowing why a House <coughs> Canis member just got super, super, super turned on. <laughs> What's going on? What is, just bolts is upright this? in their bed. Just, just completely not understanding. Like, <laughs> oh, something's happening somewhere. So, the group of you outside the cave. Presuming uh-huh. that you're keeping watch where it would be useful to keep watch as opposed to not. Yep. See something shift in the sandy terrain beyond the cave. The worms have followed us. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Good. More teeth. And it sort of puffs up as a cloud and this cloud suddenly has a form emerging from it as what has got to be the biggest bear any of you have ever seen materializes from the snow whoa now we're gonna roll initiative is it by chance, the same color as the snow. Yes, it is. It is the same color as the snow. Okay. Initiative time. Let me. Are you going to 
I'm gonna put you yeah. in a place where you where you have. I will wait uh, for tokens. Yeah. Please <laughs> tell tokens. me you took animal friendship. Please tell me we can have a pet polar bear. Not today. <laughs> also, it's probably if I'm gonna be honest, it's probably a shadow front bear. It's definitely mm, more than a polar bear. Say, might, a might not, might not, might not actually be an animal, but you never know. I, I, I would go with dust bear before polar bear. I don't have any of those spells right now because I figured we're going into some place where there are no animals. So, oh wow, you don't have it. Unfortunately, wow. I guess we can just stab it a whole bunch. I had, I had just rolled Cody, and I was like, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's me. Eight. <laughs> okay. Right. It didn't get much better. Uh, did who rolled without holding, without clicking their token? Uh, me. Not I. I. It's probably me. Sorry. Titania. I don't know. God, Mara. I was gonna say I don't think Titania <laughs> did. And Titania. I didn't got... see that we were on the map. I also did not end up clicking yeah. the token. Yeah, even though I thought I had, but I apparently clicked off before I actually oh, rolled. Oh, that's a very nice bear token. I like it. All right. I think that's everyone. Scuzz, Ariel, Caroline, again, Ethron, Titania, Valdeth. Yes. Okay. If this bear doesn't crumble into nothing, I, I want it. We'll go here just for... Oh wait, I had, that's right. I forgot when my when when my computer oh, collapsed. Perfect. I forgot to reopen my uh, my uh, instance of roll twenty that was specific for uh, that was specific for OBS. So hang on a second. Let me open that up so people can see. The, the ah. <laughs> Whoops. But anyways, it's Scuzz's turn first. Um, yeah. We'll we'll just give you an idea of where it's at compared to you guys. You guys can basically where Scuzz is at is sort of the farthest down, so you guys can feel free to position yourself from that line. I'm going in the back. <clears throat> yeah, like we were the just back, talking. The so. back would be where the the back would be where the fog bank is. That is the fog gate. Yeah. That is the second uh -huh. spell. That's my range, sixty feet. There we go. Um, Oh, yeah. Hell close. Um, Jazz Bear pops up. Scuzz is just like, ah! And <laughs> throws one of his, um, his little flying daggers at it. Actually, yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's gonna absolutely throw one of his flying daggers at it. Um, is it 18 hit? An 18 hits, yes. Cool. Uh, he only gets nine piercing damage um, because, uh, because I'm not I'm not available for sneak attack. But um, um, are those considered? I forget. Are those considered magic weapons? Yes, because they are a wondrous item. They did require attunement. The bracers are. I just don't remember if the bracers specify whether or not the daggers are magic. I feel like if it comes out Let me see. of the bracer. Bracer of flying Two daggers. magic daggers from the bracer. Yes, they are yep. considered mm -hmm. magic. Yes. They just have no modifier. Yeah, but like yeah. getting yeah. through damage resistance. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Um, and then Scuzz is going to use his bonus action to actually run up. Um, he's going to dash to get behind the bear. Um, and then... Doo, doo, doo. Then the nega energy comes out. Does a 13 hit? No. Damn it. So the, 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 the negative bolts sort of burst out of you and slam into the bear. And as mm -hmm. they do, the color drains to white and they just merge with it. Bummer. This is a bummer. Oh, shit. My sneak attack. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, that's my turn. All right. Ariel. All right, I will uh, hold on just a second here. Something. Ah. <clears throat> you know sure. I will not. In, instead of instead of going mega attack at the moment, I'm going to. There's a lot of people between me and the bear, and so um, I am going to eliminate that potential problem and i will spend my action to grow wings and fly yeah yo. do you turn into an angel because you're my angel <laughs> <laughs> there. Oh, you already got it oh, there we go all right. Uh, and let me make sure that there's nothing bonus actiony I can do. I don't think that there is. Um, where fucker? Nope, nope. I'm good. Uh, you can bonus action to transform your variable cane if you wanted to. Uh, it's already in palm pistol mode, so why would I? All right, I just wanted to, I didn't know if you had set yep. it to that already. Nope, nope, that's that's default, because why would... The, the, the palm pistol mode of the cane, you just, you so you, you grab the cane head, twist and pull, and just basically the handle comes off, and that is the pistol. Yeah, it is permanently in that mode unless I, unless I change it in yeah. a holster. Cool. Yeah, I fly up, I pull out my guns, and I take aim, and that's my turn. All right. Titania. Nice. Well, Scuzz's run up there. Might as well. Scuzz <laughs> has that's run up there. That's our girl. That's true. Uh, I am going to... Valdeth, uh... Valdeth cursing her short legs. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a giant vulture. <laughs> yes, you are. Because I can do that as my action. I mean, it wouldn't be my legs that are the problem here. It would be the fact that nobody who doesn't have a movement speed increase is going to get there in one move. Uh, I do. I can fly 60 feet. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, a movement speed increase. So I go and fly above this thing and give a great screech. I'm trying yes. to get you a giant vulture form, and it's not cooperating. Oh, that's, that's okay. There we I go. Can, 
I'm large now, so that's the important thing. There we go. Yes. Okay. I, I don't have that token, but I will I give, like it. I will give you one momentarily. Cool. I just have to duplicate. And then I can put this one in your journal. Does the giant vulture have a defensive vomiting capability? <laughs> No, I have a multi-attack, though, and pack tactics, okay. so we're good. Ooh. Yeah. It's Brace a good tactics, one. very nice. Uh, let me set this token so that everyone can see it. Thank you. Uh, oh, there we go. Awesome. And that is my turn. All right. Gent. Oh, sorry. Yeah, isn't no, it Carolina, Carolina first? Carolina. Sorry. I don't know why it looked wrong Yay. in my thing, but it looked wrong in my thing. Okay. So it seems like it's assimilating magic weapons. Uh, no, it just, the, the, the spell didn't hit. So it just like absorbed the ether. Oh, okay. Armor, not yeah. weapon erosion specific to magic weapons. Correct. Got it. Okay. I was catastrophizing. <laughs> that would be such a John thing to do, though. Here, I just gave you all of these magical weapons. Now let me introduce you to a character who gains strength whenever he's attacked by magic. Or a rust And also monster. eats. Or, and also, yes, and also destroys the magic weapons. Yeah, because... I mean, that's the thing about a rust monster, is a rust monster doesn't eat magic. Are fine. If, if it's magic, it's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, the, 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 uh, okay. Yeah, the attack didn't hit. It's not that it... Okay, cool. <laughs> um, because the weapon I probably would have had out for guard duty already is the Dracolich Blade. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Question, do you activate it? Well, not right now, because I need my 40 feet to get up there. Yeah. Um, and I run faster than I can fly with the Dracolich Blade. Fair. Um, and then I'm gonna rage, and depending on how I rage, we'll see whether or not activating it makes any sense. Um, sorry, Scuzz, and also possibly Valdeath. And- uh, that's only within 30 feet of you. Uh, Valdeath is pointedly more than 30 feet away. Oh, cool. Yeah, it well, might hit me, though. Thing. I'm... So, yeah, sorry, Tatania uh, yeah. and Scuzz, both you need so to. No, it's a wisdom wis- save. Tom. Wisdom save. Pretty sure you're fine. Wisdom save. Okay. Wisdom save. That is my Thank wisdom. So that's good. Smile <laughs> shape lets you keep your mental stats. Yep. Sixteen. Twenty-three. Both of you succeed. Thank God. Uh, Hang on. I can't wait 14. for Scuzz to make charisma saves for any particular thing. <laughs> oh, that's what happened? Fuck. Alright, hang on. I figured out why the vulture didn't come. Uh, because I had I had the Phrasing. I had the enemies <laughs> I had the enemies character sheet open when I was trying to drag the vulture over and because uh. and so it overwrote that character sheet rather than creating a new character sheet. Sweet! Yeah. I've assimilated one. We've got one down, so we're good. So I need to <laughs> fix that. <laughs> Fortunately. Thank you! 
Thank you for phrasing it that way. You're welcome. <laughs> we are adults. <laughs> You're adults. Don't we you accuse me. We have every <laughs> right to behave like we're 12 every time something that's vaguely potentially sexual comes up. Yeah. The oh, part yeah. I appreciate is how almost the exact same moment Nick and I were like, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top notch, everybody. At the same time, I'm going High to marks all around. an eye for that being a pun. Okay. <laughs> Wisdom. Fair enough. Natural 20. Whoops. Okay, I don't get to read anyone's thoughts. Catch. Um... Uh... <laughs> You get it discuss his head is just boom 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 <laughs> like elevator music. <laughs> but elevator music. Um, and so that is the most boring effect. I yeah. You know what? Why not? I'll transform into a Dracolich. So, yeah. with this large blade made of bone in your hands, you sort of focus into it, feeling this core of energy within it, and you turn it around and stab yourself in the stomach. As you do, it doesn't actually hurt you at all. It passes through you, coming out the other side as a myriad of bone, as these two large, uh, large bone wings erupt from your back, almost like in time with the sword thrusting into your body. This skeletal rib cage and armor system engulfing you at ver uh, all around your torso and down your arms as it creates this exoskeleton of bone that is very clearly draconic in nature, ending with this dragon's maw skull enclosing around you so that you're looking out through the teeth of this maw. Cool. And you feel um, the rage of dragons flowing through you. Very cool. So that is my turn. I'm going to flag if you have time. Um, it In its great sword form, it says it gives you a plus two to attack and damage roll. You still get sure those plus two in the, you still okay. get the plus two on the attacks uh, cool. in the thing. Uh, cool. That's all I needed. You just have more options now. Yep. And can fly. Uh, all right, now it's Git's turn. Okay, we are going to move up here, just behind Valdeth. Aim directly for the bears between the eyes. Uh, and gun appears. Yep, just boom, right out. And uh, he's going to spend one of his focus fire to give the bear disadvantage on the con save should this attack hit. So you all see the scars that Gint has carved into his arm as he pulls the gun out and as it forms into this barrel of flesh and sinew, all of the scars immediately pulse and begin glowing red. I assume a 22 hits. Uh, 22 hits. All right. So it takes 13 magical piercing damage. As this small, what looks almost like a finger bone, but made of, but, but shaped like a bullet, erupts from the gun and fires. 
and seven psychic damage. It's a disadvantage to make a DC 16 con save. If it succeeds, it is not stunned. If it fails, it is stunned. Let me tell you about a bear's con save. Right. That's why he wanted to give disadvantage. <laughs> because he realizes that this is, with as they say, a long shot. Roll to 17. Okay. So just, just the piercing and psychic then. And that uses up his one stun shot for the day. <laughs> All right. That makes it Valdeth's turn. Well, I dash. <laughs> you can try pulling it towards you with coiling grass, or attacking it with a, with your coiling grass tattoo. I'm not the one that has the coil. Yeah, it's me. Oh. What do you have? Claw, right? I have the have, have have claw. claw. Can't that let you attack at a distance? Uh. Yeah, no. Sure, let me it. make sure I read this thing yeah, real that's, quickly. Yeah, that's specifically yeah. that's the one that lets you. That's why you took it, because it lets yeah. you attack mm-hmm. at a distance. Yeah. Yeah, I might as well. Let's see, it was right here. You were one forward from there, actually, because I didn't quite go up parallel to you. And, uh, Why not? We'll set it up. Uh, go ahead and I will activate Eldritch Maul as a bonus action. The tattoo on your forearm glows as these, uh, as this. What, what, what is? What do the enhancing tentacles tendrils look like for you? Um, because the weapon itself is um, the like the the tattoo itself is sort of a jagged blade. I feel like it's just sort of. As as she moves, the weapons and her hands sort of trail anyone who's played like, say, Street Fighter Four. This sort of like almost ink brush trail behind it. Um, if anyone remembers the focus attacks from Street Fighter Four, how they yeah. have sort of yeah, that, yeah. that that ink that ink trail effect. As as she brings the the great sword around and just sweeps it up, that that black trail of of almost like with a brush, just streaks across. Uh, she makes two attacks with the greatsword. Twenty-six and twenty-two. And uh, I actually need to turn on damage modifiers because both hit. There is a da, 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 da. Six damage modifier. There we go. Stop typing. Great sword. Great sword. Oh. Uh, I need to double check something real quick. Two great it's force damage is the extra damage type. Uh, one or two on a damage die for an attack you make with a melee weapon that has two hands. It is technically one of the damage dice. Yeah. Uh, so I will reroll the force damage on that first one. You also rolled double twos for that. Yeah, ten. I can only reroll one of them though. Oh, okay, you can only reroll one die. Okay. So that's four, 14. Oh, wait, no. When you roll a one or a two on a damage die, no, you can reroll each one that is either a one or a two. Never mind. Yeah. 
It's not just once. So I'll roll two more d6s. Nice. Ah! Nice. Boom. So that's 12 plus 5 plus 1. 12 so plus 18. 6, 18. 18 plus 4, 22. 18 and 4. Mm-hmm. And then Damn. 12 and another 4. Plus the square root of 13 times pi x squared. Not r squared, but x squared. Oh, man, I bet r squared. (laughs) (laughs) R squared is a circle. Correct. Anyways. Means you need to solve for x. Correct. I was making making a wrestling joke. I, I love that I'm the only one. I was making apparently... a math is math. very difficult yeah. subject joke. But that was also uh, your your wrestling joke was also a a, a math, math reference yeah. because pi r squared is the circumference of a circle. Oh, area of a circle. Area of a circle. Yes. From though, I can't confirm that because I don't. No, the squared circle is called the squared circle because it's a fighting pit. Yeah. And but it's the wrestling pit. ring, but yeah. it's a square. Yeah, that too. Like it's it's a, it's a ring, but it's a square. So it's a squared circle. Pat, stop eating trash. Anyway, some announcer said something that made no sense a while ago, and everybody went with it. Anyways, okay, fair enough. It's the it's the bear's turn. Oh look, there are meals in front of it. Yeah. It regenerates some hit points at the beginning of its turn, as you all oh, see some tight. of the wounds inflicted on it begin to stitch closed. Uh, yeah, it's just gonna do that. Uh, does a 16 hit you, Carolina? Uh, let me check. Yes! 16 is my AC, so yes. Alright. Does a 26 hit you, Skuzz? Yeah! <laughs> it does! Weird. And does, a, <laughs> and does a 20 hit you, Skuzz? No, it, it does hit me. That was, that was a goof and a guffaw on my part. Uh, so, Carolina, you take 11 slashing. This is considered magical damage. As these claws sort of rip into your side. Scuzz, you take 11 slashing. That's considered magical. Uh, and 14 piercing. And, make, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 11 and 14 mm. is 25. Just scuzz or both of us? Just scuzz. Okay. I have to make a con save? Yep. Okay. I'm oh. going to use... Oh, no. I'm going to use an inspiration. I have six of them. Okay. That's the exact reason. <laughs> okay. I've just been yep. holding them like a goblin. Well, yeah, but you also got to... Nick wasn't here at the point when we were using them en masse yeah, yeah. for completely useless things. Yes. That's, when That's why I give them to you, Fritty, because I know you'll use them in mass for completely useless things and then not have them when you want them. We will use them in PvP, yep. never in PvE. Uh, uh, 14. So 14 is still a failure. Damn it. As it bites your side and rips a chunk out... Mm-hmm. You are bleeding heavily, mm. which will have an effect on your turn. Okay, is 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 this effect either disease or poison? No. Dang it. Okay. Cool. 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 
this is fine. Nope, it's blood loss. <laughs> blood loss is the effect. <laughs> you are dying. That's the effect. <laughs> you can be poisoned well, in such a way you have blood loss. It's it's true. Oh yeah, but no. in this case, the blood loss is from having part of your body ripped off. Yeah, I, I got. <laughs> well, it. I mean, I mean, I mean, the fact that we're not fighting the hemotoxin bear—that's kind of nice, at least. I'll take what <laughs> I can get. And it is now Ithram's turn. Okay, let's see. Quick, heal Scuzz. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, the wizard. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. It moves up to there. Um. And not really quite close enough to do anything uh, to it. How close are you guys? I mean, you have a couple new cantrips you can try out. I have one new cantrip. You have one new cantrip you can try out. I can. Uh, but that'll be the only one. Okay, yeah. Well, let's see. You have you have the illusionist braces, bracers, don't you? Yeah, but it costs a bonus action to cast, so I can't use the same bonus action to also cast it again. Ah, oh, really fair. <laughs> um, but he is going to cast uh, a fireball, and then right behind it, or not fireball, firebolt. He does not have fireball. <laughs> I was <gonna> say. <laughs> okay. Fireball. He doesn't have fireball. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Now, um, gonna cast a fireball, but right behind it, you know where Scuzz is, <laughs> as the point. center point. As, as tradition. It's okay. He's an evocation wizard. No, he's not. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, firebolt and then Pointed ruin me, right wizard behind is not it. Not an evocation wizard. Yep, that is true. Not. That's <laughs> because war wizards understand the need for collateral damage. Okay. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and roll your attack. There's other things to worry about than my party's members' hit points. So first, <laughs> there's the fireball, which or firebolt, which it from casts as normal. Uh, let's see. Ooh, how close? An 11 misses, unfortunately. Does a 14 hit? 14 also misses. Damn it. Okay. All right. Uh, then bonus action, ruin, following it up behind. So with, with Ithram's other hand, there's just a sweeping motion out forward and, a, and just sort of grips the air as this ball of writhing black energy with sort of white flaming wisps coming off of it, rushes forward. A 15 misses, 15, 15 miss, all right. <laughs> and also misses. <laughs> Look, guys, we we. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's his turn. All right, Scuzz. You take... 13 oh, points of damage as you, can, as you bleed out. Oh, yeah, that... That'll happen. Uh, you can t you can use an action to staunch the bleeding with a mm -hmm. with a medicine check, mm -hmm. or if you receive any magical healing, it'll automatically stop the bleeding. Okay. Um, Scuzz, in his infinite wisdom. Uh, Funnily enough, that's what makes medicine checks. <laughs> yep, uh, is going to throw an alchemist fire at this fucking bear. <laughs> Seems, yeah. seems legit. <laughs> um, you are in melee with it, so you have disadvantage on the on the roll. Uh, 
Okay. In that case, he's going to... And I threw it on the ground. I threw it on the ground. Uh, he's going to... He's, <laughs> I don't he's, need your charity. He's going to disengage. Okay. So five, ten. Bonus action disengage. He's, he's going to get there. He's going to get right there. Um, Getting away from gonna, the bear is probably a good idea. Just going just gonna to step away from the bear, <laughs> uh, limping, um, and he throws the alchemist fire. Technically, it is an improvised weapon. Um... We're just, so, we're just it's, it's a it's an improvised weapon, but you you still use dexterity to throw it. So, okay. I don't get my, my I don't get my proficiency. You are not you are not proficient in throwing weapons now in throwing alchemist fire now. Funnily enough, tavern brawler would make you proficient in throwing alchemist fire. He's not a tavern brawler. Uh, not just alchemist fire, but any bottle. I'm going to <laughs> use another point of inspiration to roll that again that's much better okay 17 cool. misses as the alchemist fire hits the ground so yeah i just and uh that all happens and then um and then i do bolts of the grave again for the love of god Please. That's natural. Hey, nice. Damn. For this time it hits. 38 necrotic damage. Ow. That was a good hit. That was a that, that was a good hit. That, that was Instead of smoke bomb, it's fire bomb, and then <laughs> <laughs> that was, and like as he throws it, he's just like he's bleeding, so he's just like try he's like trying to focus on that. Like the negative tentacles just come out and they're just like, we got you. <laughs> all right. Anything else on your turn? That's, that is all he's doing. Ariel. Oh, fly up there. Fly in, sort of switch, shift, shift position to, 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 to uh, take aim. And let's see. First shot is going to be Let's uh, for the first shot. Let's make sure we hit. Let's let's do uh, a dead eye shot. Um, advantage twenty seven for seven piercing, and that hits. Uh, what is it? It is and eight radiant damage. Because Radiant Soul. Uh, second attack. Let's, you know what? Let's give one chance. Let's give this one chance. Uh, a violent shot. Okay. Uh, it's a good thing you guys got all these magic hey, weapons really recently. Jeremy? Because this thing yep. is... Do you, do you have the damage changed on the, uh, the plus one pistol? Because it looks like you're just getting a plus four to your damage when it should be like a plus six, shouldn't it? It's a plus one pistol. Right. And your dex is? Uh, 16. So plus oh, three. 16. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. No, right. I am good across the board on stats. I don't have anything that's like an 18 or 19. 
Gotcha. Okay. The uh, my uh, highest, oddly, is my wisdom at seventeen. It's a good. I mean, that's never a bad thing. It's a good thing you all grabbed all these magic items recently because this bear is completely immune to damage from non-magical weapons. Oh, that'll yeah. be great because I don't have any. <laughs> There's a twenty-two hit. Uh, yes, yeah, so twenty-two hits. No, if okay. You have though, Titania, you have spells. So I roll. <laughs> what? Yeah, but so Titania, so currently... though, you have spells. I'm is currently, currently a vulture. A vulture. <laughs> so that is yeah. nine piercing Please, damage. Yes, okay. Uh, and then bonus action attack with the palm pistol, and that's just gonna be a regular attack. Twenty for eight piercing. All right. That may anything else on your turn? Uh no, that is my bonus action. That's my main action. That's my movement. Unless you want to give me an oh, uh, an extra action. No. Okay. Because I think you can Good give try. yourself an extra action. Though, I right? could. <laughs> you know, I'm really tempted now that I think about it. Yeah, no, this is this is not hold back, Ariel. So, uh, action, fuck it. Yep. Let's make another violent shot, since you know I still have one, one, one grip point. Uh, twenty-four. That hits for five plus for eight, thirteen piercing. It's dead. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, as far as well, the time goes, she could have fucked it. I already right went up. to yeah. go roll, so I'm going to roll anyways. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Arrow, bam. arrow just flies into the air. Just and unloads just, just on it. Unloads. Bam, 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 bam. And Carolina did these really impressive transformations and then didn't get to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I land on top of the bear. As it collapses into dust. I swoop into a, to a, to a smooth, graceful... Land on the ground. Of course you do. Good job. Stand there, vulturally. <laughs> do the. And Ghent is just looking around to cover the immediate surroundings, see if there's anything else fucking out here. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a bloody, there's a bloody goblin, not too far away. Just. Yeah, he's not much of a threat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Not. That means I even got a grip, got my grip point back. Oh hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. We're out, of, we're out of initiative, and also you take 15 more points of damage, guys. Oh, cool. Great. <laughs> That's kind of I'm... just gushing out one side. I'm uh, rushing over to Scuzz. Like Quentin you know, like anime No, I've, sh- I've shifted down. Imagine <laughs> like Sweeney Todd levels of blood just yeah. coming yeah. out of his side. So I, I rush over to Scuzz. Ah, uh, Scuzz! Okay. So... Oh, that's not good. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. There is a large I, chunk of scuzz missing on the side. Yeah. Um, I, I rolled a natural one on a medicine check. Oh, no! Uh, I'm going to say that means <laughs> you take another 12 points of damage. Oh. You accidentally stuck your finger in it to see how bad it was. Yes! <laughs> Okay, I rush over very quickly now. That's not good. She falls over in the snow. That's not good. No, it's not. Nope. 
<laughs> that hurts. You, oh, that hurts. You, hurt <laughs> you should stay put here. Uh, second level healing spirit just right over Scuzz. Wait, and as it heals you for four, you four, stop and then, bleeding. Yeah, and then... The, the 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 injury the injury yeah. sort of starts to scab over, but there is definitely going to be a scar there. Another tattoo, awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna That's do forward because I'm so Ariel has her wings right now, right? Yes. Are my wings bigger than Ariel's? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Are oh you? <laughs> because they don't have any of the does, leather. Does Carolina just fl- just walk over next to her and just kind of give her a little bit of a side they, eye? And... They look kind of like <laughs> Queen of Blades wings, like yeah. like Kerrigan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, no, but definitely does like do the sort of bird preening peacock thing, stretching my wings out all the way uh, before I end the transformation. And there is definitely a very smug look at Ariel and or the angel behind her. The as, oh. as you end the transformation, you just sort of reach up and grab one of the ribs, pull, there's a snapping sound, and the entire exoskeleton just down into that rib, reforming into the great sword. Mm-hmm. Ariel just looks back, cocks Nyber and goes, minor natural, and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's performance enhancement doesn't make it not better. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> yes, also, technically, was. those are natural, too. They're just natural to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. That is not how natural works. <laughs> Leatherface does not naturally have multiple faces. The, yes, all the faces are, are natural. All natural. Yeah. They're all they natural, are all natural faces. That's actually not true because they are t- they, they have things attached to them so you can affix them to the face. So therefore they are part of a constructed situation. <laughs> they're all natural. They're 100% all natural masks. The like the, the the holding pattern is whatever, but the anyways. <laughs> awesome. That's not how yeah. construction works. But as Titania put patches together your goblin and Carolina and Ariel have a discussion about natural versus organic. Or sorry, uh, natural versus uh, man-made. Artificial. Artificial. Yeah, that one. Synthetic. There we go. Uh, that's Synthetic where we'll... is probably the appropriate term. That's where we'll end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>